0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: If you've got the Word, the Word of God abides in you, and you've been in the Word reading and studying, I want you to understand that there is a direct correlation between the Word and your Word level and studying the Word and prayer.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagan continues his teaching on effective prayer. Find out more next on Rayma for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message.
1: You will get results if you pray according to the Word of God. We don't get results either because we don't know how to pray or we haven't learned which type of prayer to apply in which type of situation. Now, in 618 of Ephesians, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, all of you know that one translation will say all manner of prayer, another says all kinds of prayer. So, looking at those two translations without going any more and, and looking in any further, you find out that there must be more than one kind of praying. All kinds of prayer. All manner of prayer. That indicates to me that there's more than one, one way to do it. Right? Amen. Yes. All kinds of prayer indicates to me that there's, there's different kinds of prayer. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Now, I want to show you something. Did you know uh, you may finally get the answer using one kind of prayer but you could have got it a lot quicker using another type of prayer. Now, St. Louis is easy to get to from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go right out here and get on the Interstate 44 and just stay on it. It'll take you straight there. Take you right straight up to Joplin, Springfield, and, then, and, and right on into St. Louis. But now you could, if you wanted to, you could go 200 miles southwest over here to Oklahoma City, take Interstate 35 up to Wichita, Kansas, catch the road across there and angle out across in there and finally get up to Kansas City and then get on I-70, go east on I-70 and wind up in St. Louis. But I'm going to tell you what, it's going to take you a whole lot longer going that way than it would if you just go right out of here and get on 44 and go straight up there. Now, you both, you're going to end up at the same destination. But see, you go that way, and let me go this way. I'm going to be up there enjoying some steak and enjoying the arch and maybe taking a baseball game while you're still on the road traveling. Hello? See, we both used interstate highways, and we both got to the same destination but one of them's got their whole lot quicker than the other one. That's why you see some people getting quicker results than others. They have learned how to read them out effectively, thereby cutting their time down. Now, a lot of times with these singers and band going out on the road, I have to ask them, how, which way are they going? They said, well, I'm going to go this way and do this, and this. I said, why and where are you doing that for? Why don't you go over here and go here and go here and go here? Well, I guess we could. I said, yeah, you can. You cut off 200 miles. <laughs> See, I have traveled all over the country all my life. My dad's been, you know, I travel with him in ministry all over. I've, just, I, I've ridden in car millions of miles in the car probably. <laughs> <laughs> Since I've been a little bit bitty kid. You know, and and, and I learned uh, highways and the way to get around, you know. It amazes me how some people, they don't know how to go nowhere. (laughs) I may not know a highway by name or number, but I can get you there. That comes from experience of being out on the highway, driving lots of miles, and riding lots of miles and helping look at maps. You know, I, I'm amazed at the number of people that can't even read a map properly. How far is it to the next town? Well, let me go 20, no. Uh, uh. Hey, where are we anyway? Where well, we're on such and such a highway. About 50 miles from so and so. Oh, okay, Well, what state is that in? (laughs) Now, that's getting a little ridiculous, but that's the way some people are. You know, and if if you've got the Word, the Word of God abides in you, and you've been in the Word reading and studying, I want you to understand that there is a direct, Coalition between the Word and your Word level and studying the Word and prayer. Now, there's a lot of people spend a lot of time reading the Word and listening to the Word on tape, but they don't spend a lot of time praying. We need to understand that we need both of them. Prayer and the Word go together. Hello? Now, I want you to notice in 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15, Paul's writing here again. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Now, evidently, Paul is talking about two different ways of praying here. When he's saying praying with the Spirit, he means praying in tongues, another tongue. You can also pray in your own understanding because, and you have the Spirit because the Spirit of God lives in you. Okay? I not you understand that. That's just a little side thought we need to understand. But he actually is referencing praying in tongues and praying with your own mind, giving you what to say in your language. Your natural language is what he's talking about when he's saying understanding. Here, it would be predominantly English. If you was in Kenya, Africa, it would be predominantly Swahili. And then you might pray some in your native tongue because most of the tribes over there still learn their native language as well as the national language, which is Swahili. And if you was up with... Uh, Brother Silas Owiti up at Kasumu, you would be praying in the Luo language. And see, you, you, would, you would come and you'd say, Buona Safiwe. that's praise the Lord in Swahili. Or you could turn around and in Luo you could say, Ruthabaki, and that's praise the Lord in Luo. Or you could say, praise the Lord, that's praise the Lord in English. In all three languages, I was praising the Lord. Okay? But that was still with my own mind. There is such a thing as praying with the Spirit. That's what Paul's talking about. Now, here's what we need to understand. If we're praying about something that we know about or our own desires, then what do we need to pray in tongues for? He says here in Mark 11, 20, Therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. When it comes to my desires and what I want, why can't I go talk to the Heavenly Father just like I would walk in and sit down and talk to my earthly father if I have a desire and a need? Oh, I know. Now you got those gears spinning. Yeah, but we're supposed to intercede. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. But you don't necessarily have to all the time. I mean, when I know what to pray about, I pray in my own understanding. Until I exhaust my own understanding. Then I just don't jump out there and start praying in the Spirit. And if you've ever been in any of Brother Hagen's prayer services, you'll find that he will do that. A lot of times he'll take off praying in his own understanding, talking about the need, and then he'll get to a point and say, All right, Lord, we have talked to you about this need in our own understanding as far as we can. Now, Holy Spirit, help us to pray about this need further in the Spirit. How many of you have been there ever heard him say that or do that? See, he just didn't jump in there immediately and begin to pray in the Spirit. Now, sometimes if you're praying with him, in in a private group prayer, he will jump in and begin praying in the Spirit. But see, he has already been praying and talking to God and he's already exhausted all of it in another time of prayer. So there's no use to rehearse what he's already said. But yet on the other hand, there is another type of praying that you've heard him talk about, in which he pleads his case. And I have heard him plead that case the same way. In English, not in the Spirit, over and over again. All right, now, Lord, here's the situation. And he would go right down the list.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagen and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagen family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith, a Rhema Classic. Next is Kenneth Hagen's DVD entitled The Anointing Breaks the Chains. And finally... Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book Right and Wrong Thinking All three resources are for the special price of twenty three ninety. dollars That's $7.95 off the retail price Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A
1: and you have a men's conference coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, that will be November the 1st through the 3rd. It's going to be an awesome time. Yes, it is. Ladies, go and register your husbands for the men's conference. Yeah, go and to rhema.org slash CTA. That's right. And he'll come back a better man. And also, if uh, if you've got uh, if sons that want to come with their father for that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to noon yes. That are uh, that are 16, uh, to 18 years old mm-hmm. uh, there is a discount and it tells you about it there on That's the web right.
0: tomorrow more from kenneth hagan on effective prayer if you'd like you can visit our online bookstore at rema.org. thanks for listening to ReMA for today with kenneth and lynette hagan